I think sometimes we need to be reminded of what sets this congregation apart from some of the other places in town. Why we need to be here. I mean, we have these general ideas, and um, I'm not, I don't know exactly how they play out specifically, but sometimes we just need to give it a little focus. While in other churches across town, the membership works devotedly in earnest to more fully understand the Word of God as conscribed in the Bible. We are charged with discerning the new messages because we believe that revelation is not sealed and that the divine is revealed through each of us in an ongoing fashion. For this reason, we cannot hold fast to our old ideas, though I do believe it appropriate to hold fast to our old ideals. Those noble principles, I won't say them again today. that we lift up as our common ground amid the diversity of viewpoints and experiences and identities that we have and are represented here. I was channel surfing the other day on the radio in the car and landed on a station where a man was talking. It seemed somewhat like a news opinion sort of show. And while I am accustomed to running into talk radio people that will um, berate or tear down many of the things I love and don't mind speaking with hate sometimes, I was still surprised by what this person said. He talked about the greatness of a nation being something that's discernible by the flow of fear. That um, Then what he was talking about is that if we're out teaching people how to get along, we're not doing our job. That if other nations don't fear us, we're failing. I believe he sincerely believed what he was saying. But the idea that Americans might fear terrorists or rogue armies and would first try and would first try to build bridges with other countries or find ways to get situations under control without violence in his mind was insanity. I 
I certainly recognize that this man was not speaking for everyone who was listening to that station, although the host of the show did seem to give it kind of a nod. And I was disheartened some when later on I realized it had been a predominantly Christian radio station. I don't believe that that is the message that the churches around here are trying to put forth. But what it does bring home is that it's really, really important that we are here and working as hard as we possibly can to learn all the tools and ways of proliferating peace and compassion and justice in this world that we can find. That kind of action takes commitment. Maybe we can accidentally help sometimes. I'm sure that's true for just about everybody on the planet. But the kind of commitment that we need for these things can't come when we're used up. For a fire to burn, it has to have oxygen. Last week I was talking about, uh, a little bit about moments that come up for us between thoughts when we encounter something beautiful. Like if you, the example I gave, or one of the examples I gave last week was when you see a beautiful sunset, the pause that you have before the, oh, look at that cloud, or what color is that? Or before the thoughts come in, that pause, that, that, that stop, that breath is presence with yourself at a level that can refuel you. Those moments don't have to be long. And I also said last week that if you notice them, you can begin to have them more often and even though your thoughts are still going to come in, in some ways you can make them last longer. I think that's a way to make oxygen for the fire of commitment. Even with the best of intentions, many of our brothers and sisters out there are lauding the perpetuation and proliferation of fear as a positive thing. That means our work is cut out for us. I'll not continue with any more reminders about why we need to be here because while they can make us proud of who we are, they can also become overwhelming. I mean, face it, statistically, we are a small group even as a denomination. How then can we possibly hope to affect large numbers of individuals 
who are not prepared to hear our messages. Well, if you've been here a number of years, you've had the good fortune of watching some of the amazing young people that this church has turned out. And as they go into the world, they are affecting change every place they go. To keep this place running so that more of those young people can be turned out takes commitment. That commitment cannot come if we're burned out. We must take care of ourselves. We must find ways, no matter how busy we are, no matter what's pulling on us, to find air. Between words is good. The lyrics of the first song that the choir performed today were written by a woman named Mary Catherine Morn. Mary Catherine was ordained in this church. And I believe she was a member before I, before I got involved. She, was she an intern or a member? Okay, I, she interned somewhere else, right? But she was a member here, went to seminary, and came back. When we moved into this building, she got ordained here. The chorus is in your orders of service, but I'm going to read it again, so you may or may not want to look at it. Uh, when the fire of commitment sets our mind and soul ablaze, when our hunger and our passion meet to call us on our way, when we live with deep assurance of the flame that burns within, then our promise finds fulfillment and our future can begin. It is in the recognition that we have all the oxygen we need to keep our fires burning that we find that deep assurance. We don't have to be afraid. Commitments are no longer a burden and can again become the place where our hunger and passion meet. Our longing and enthusiasm beckon us on. These children need our commitment to shine. This community needs our love and the strength of our dedication to the ways of peace, justice, and compassion. The Reverend Alan Taylor of Unity Temple Unitarian Universalist Congregation in Oak Park, Illinois. <laughs> never, yeah, never short titles for us. Uh, in, in a sermon he wrote, I found this passage. The central aspect of our congregation is the people who come together week after week. You, who consistently come together, are the core of this congregation. And this is a dynamic entity that changes little by little with every new person who comes. 
When one among this core departs, a change also occurs. The tapestry we call community, the interweaving of many relationships, is what serves as our foundation. For that reason, let us spend more time with one another. Let us make or take the time to find our space so that we can be renewed in the quiet between thoughts. There, your fire has a chance to remain strong. Isn't it great to think that there is an exercise which could bring about a more profound sense of well-being simply by noticing what happens to us when we notice it? Do yourself in our community a favor. Notice the feeling of you.